who's gonna get the first impression rose? He is so toxic. Do people even come on here to find love? He got a rose over him? I swear she's putting it on for the camera. She's so big. They are perfect together. You know what time it is. Welcome to The Bachelor Bowl. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Bachelor Bowl podcast. As always, my name is Michaela, and I am one of the hosts of the show. I am joined by the most incredible, magnificent human being ever. Oh, my God, that was multiple adjectives. Oh, I threw two in. My favorite co-host, Dua. Um, How are you on this fine evening? I'm good. I'm currently swamped uh, because if all of you didn't know, because we talk about it so much, me and Mick live together and she just moved all her stuff into our apartment today and I'm moving in on Sunday. I'm going to start living there. So my life kind of blew up and it's all over my room. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. That was my day. I moved some stuff in and then I came home and then I watched the Olympics. Penny Alexiak, our Canadian queen, claimed another medal. So I'm just in a really good mood. Listen about it this week on Ballbusters coming out yeah. Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Shameless plug for the other podcast. Listen to Ballbusters as well if you're into sports. But yeah, I am in a great mood right now. We have a lot to be excited about. You know, this week of The Bachelorette was definitely a little bit heavier at some points, but we also had some fun, laugh, happy moments. Mm -hmm. So let's start talking about the tough moments first, get those out of the way, and then we can have some fun. Mm -hmm. So the episode started with Katie, Tasha going for a nice little nature walk, debriefing from last week and saying goodbye to Andrew. Obviously, that was incredibly hard for Katie. And, you know, she just now has to look at her final four and be confident in the people that she has. At this moment, she has yet to tell anybody she's in love with them. And Tasha just doesn't really agree with her, but she just says, you know, if you feel it, you feel it. Listen, if you feel it, you feel it. And I think that is very good advice because you can only go with your gut because your gut is all you truly have in that situation. Speaking of going with their gut, Michael A went with his gut this week. He certainly did. And once we saw that conversation with Katie and Tasha, it went to a FaceTime with Michael and his son. And Michael had just said before that to all the guys, you know, this is going to be an exciting week. He was excited for Katie to meet his parents. I mean, Katie said that she was nervous about that, but Michael was really excited to be moving forward with with Katie. He didn't think he was going to leave this week. He had no plans to. But then this FaceTime with his son, James, didn't go as planned. His son kept asking, why aren't you coming home? Like, when am I going to see you? And he kept telling him he's on a work trip. And he was like, why aren't you coming home? Where are you? I miss you. He said, I know what it is. I think daddy isn't coming home because he doesn't want to see me. And you could tell that when James said that, Mike was, like, very shaken up. Like, Michael was, like, very shook about that. And... I feel like he was caught off guard. I think he was too, but you never know. He's a five-year-old kid. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth. And you know, they're definitely telling the truth when they say stuff like that. I have a four-year-old brother. That's how it works. (laughs) Um, And what hurt me so much to watch that is Michael's reaction was like, oh, that's crazy. Like 
and his son was trying to hang up and say bye and he's like don't you dare do that like I love you and all that he was really trying to hold it together and the moment the call hung up he burst out crying like he was trying to put on a brave face for his son and the moment that you hear that end tone he started crying because you see how much it affects him as a father and I think he he that's when he decided to go home yeah and we even saw you know we don't often see the producers get involved but we saw a nice moment there between you know the producer that obviously is letting him facetime or monitors those facetimes I don't really know what the proper term is there but you know she hugs him and you can tell how shaken up and distraught he is and I mean he's walking away and he keeps saying you know I I feel conflicted I feel guilty I feel selfish which is so difficult because obviously I'm not a parent I don't plan on being for a very long time but I don't I, I don't know what it's like to be conflicted in the sense of my happiness versus my child's happiness yeah and I feel like that's exactly where Michael was in this moment do I stay here and you know pursue this relationship because I really do think if Michael stayed he would have won I think so too that is my lady said that too yeah that is my honest opinion after watching this and so you know do you stay the two three more weeks and risk your son you know resenting you and being upset for this love or do you turn around and go home and obviously Michael made the decision that was best for himself it was the right decision for him and you know he has to go now tell Katie Mm -hmm. that he is leaving the process yeah and like you saw how visibly hard it was for him to do that and it was really hard for Katie too and she said I thought me and Michael were gonna go till the end and I think a lot of us thought that and it was just so hard to watch but in the end he went home they had the very tearful goodbye she walked him out and he headed home to his son when he said you taught me how to love again oh my heart (sighs) I literally felt like we were watching a Nicholas Sparks movie right like this literally like this whole situation feels like it could be out of a book it's so like right person wrong time kind of thing right person wrong process almost like no I want to say it's like right person wrong place yeah because in freaking like Ohio where Michael is from this wouldn't be happening and I'm just gonna say this now I'm really really hoping for a Michael A. Bachelor season I want him to bring little James with him I they've done that before yeah he's young enough that he can go and he can be with his son and still find love and I feel like so many people would line up for that season. He seems like such a sweet man. He posted so many cute videos. Like I know after one of the episodes, he was talking about his in-laws and he felt like it was a little bit misconstrued because he said, oh, I take care of them. But he ended up posting a video on Instagram and just explaining, no, like I don't just take care of them. They take care of me too because he just didn't want it to be misinterpreted in any way. And I just feel like that totally like encapsulates who he is he just cares so much for other people and his son and his family and like laura's he family has a too, good heart he just such has a good a heart really good heart yeah katie obviously feels like their connection was unexplored and she she says i'm scared my person just left they yeah. just walked out the door we thought this entire time when she said it's very real that my person could have left we thought she was talking about greg like that's the prediction me and you had made like that. yes Greg left at the end and she was talking about him, but no, she was talking about about Michael A. Which, I mean, makes sense now looking at it. Like mm-hmm. when you really think about it here, he probably was the front runner. She said, you know, I'm potentially could be a mom after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I remember like, I've been a fan of Michael since the beginning. I 
for some reason had such a soft spot for him after week one. And obviously I'm sad to see him go. I know this was the totally the right decision for him and his family, but I do hope that we get to see more of Michael A on our screen after this whole episode. Cause obviously we will see more of him in a little while. Um, that kind of ended their little part of the episode. Obviously that was the beginning of hometowns week and next week will be all hometowns with just Justin, Greg and Blake. So then we went to the mental all and it was the, first live studio audience from since we had COVID so that was exciting and it was hosted by the wonderful Caitlin and Tasha. they introduced everybody let me just say I still don't like Connor the cat <laughs> thing like drop the cat thing now it's it's annoying stop licking your hand like oh my god oh, I just can't I just can't with him He's overplaying it the whole freaking girl coming from the audience audience thing was so fake Okay, so you think it was fake too? I think it was so fake. She's like a, a country singer or something. Yeah, they do stuff on Instagram. That was to boost her freaking career. He's going on Paradise. Well, so that's the thing. So obviously he didn't find anybody in Paradise then. Oh. Because he just made out with some chick in the audience. And this was filmed like and last that's week. after Paradise. This was filmed like two weeks ago, yeah. So he didn't find new... So then he leaves Paradise. That's my gut. Oh my God, we just break through right there. So... Also, can we just talk about how insanely bad the editing was in this episode? Oh my god, terrible. There was a scene, it was Michael A. talking in hot seat or whatever. Yeah. And then it panned to the guys and he was sitting there clapping for himself. I saw that. Like, what? Yeah. So basically the only interesting thing about the group of men that were there is that Cody was there, which he was the one that I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. And who had the original beef with. Aaron. Yes. Who was irrelevant the entire, like, uh, Cody. That's, I guess, his name. Cody, yeah. And Thomas wasn't there. I think, yeah, that was insane. And I think that was a producer twist. Yeah. Um, let me just say, I wrote this in my notes. I totally forgot about Trey. We loved Trey. I know. But, like, he popped up and I was like, oh, my God, Trey. I liked him. Yeah. And I liked him in this episode, too. He was a sweetheart. And then when Carl and what's his face? Brendan started. Brendan was a savage this episode. Brendan, James, like the box guy and Aaron literally carried this episode. Yeah. Like, I don't think we particularly liked any of them in the in the show. But this episode, they were like savage. It was so funny. I loved Aaron in this episode. He was so funny. He wasn't like beefing any, like beef beefing anyone except for like maybe Carl. Like beefed um Carl. But I think Carl deserved that. My favorite line of the beef between Carl and the guys was when Carl goes to Brendan. One second, shut the f up! I literally, <laughs> my face dropped. It was so funny, and then and Brendan uh, just kept yelling. You're fake news. You're fake news. Yeah, what the hell was that? He kept saying fake news. I was like, that's so 2019. It is so 2019. You're correct on that. Like, what? Why are you screaming about fake news? Literally, like, okay, I'm the president of the Journalism Course Union. We're planning Frosh right now. Fake news was our theme in 2019. Like, fake news is so 2019. Shut up, Brendan. Brendan was funny in this episode, Carl is just so irrelevant. Like, it was just funny. Yeah. They asked him if he stands by, if Brendan stands by calling Carl a scumbag and a snake. And he goes, did you see that? I stand by it. Which I can appreciate. And then the 
the tr- little trash talking segment, the Bachelor Bash Bowl. Oh yeah, which is like almost the name of our podcast. They stole that from us. Yeah, copyright infringement. Um, <laughs> but like they were such bad, so bad at trash talking. And then Brendan goes, "Your to Trey, your voice isn't as nice as it seems on camera." <laughs> what does that mean? And he, that's where that's where. I got the, and I always say this, it was like, I'll get over it. Therapy works. And Trey said that. And he was like, I'll get over it. Therapy works. I'll be fine. That's so you, funny. That was so funny. And then Brendan later goes, I'm Canadian. I can't be mean, mean to anyone. I'm just too nice. Like we are a lot nicer. Like coming from a person who got back from the United States yesterday, we are much nicer than them. We are so nice. But like, <laughs> yeah. And the Hunter James drama. Like, oh my God. Uh, right. And then something they showed the one clip or whatever of Hunter saying, talking about like the top four thing when he whispered to Greg Greg. who the top four were. And he goes, yeah, I got to own that now. And Aaron just goes, it was on TV. So yeah, you do. I (laughs) lost it. I was laughing so hard. That was so funny. Why was Connor, like, I guess Connor had to stand up for him because he was his roommate. But like him and James just started yelling at each other. Yeah. Like it was just so stupid. Yeah. None of the drama I, this season was worth anything. It was all so little, like, things. And it was always, like, one person versus, like, everybody. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that I loved Caitlyn's dress. So I just wanted to mention that because... Yeah, it was very pretty. And, and then... then I, and then Thomas, who we didn't see the entire episode, showed up via video call. Apparently, he couldn't be there. I'm guessing either, like, it was, like, a COVID scare or... Like, he was just somewhere where he couldn't, you know, fly to L.A. To, for recording. Yeah. Maybe work or something. Yeah. But Thomas came. How did you feel about the conversation he had with Katie? Like, it was boring. Yeah. Like, I don't. I asked you right now because I don't remember what happened. Honestly, that was, like, the part where, okay. So, every conversation between a guy and Katie was mm-hmm. the same. <laughs> like, other than Michael's where... They go, which I don't really know why Caitlyn and Tasha did this. Like, I guess it's, they were like trying to tease the ending, but they go, so, you know, Michael said, if he had a second chance with you, he'd take you back. And Katie goes, well, actually, you know, everything happens for a reason. And the ending of the show happened as it should. So I'm like happy. Yeah. Like that just made me a little bit uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Like I don't, also, we haven't seen any of those segments from the, like the proposal and sending one person home. So, uh, maybe there isn't one. Well, spoiler alert, skip ahead like a half a minute if you don't want to hear this. Did you see the picture thing that ABC, I think it was ABC or somebody posted a picture that shouldn't have been posted? No, I didn't see what? Katie didn't take some jewelry off that she should have taken off (gasps) and it was in the picture. So. Oh my God. I don't know where it was, but I just remember seeing it and maybe it was like an inverted photo or something, but there was like this whole thing about it, so. So if you skipped ahead for the spoiler alert, we're done now. The Connor kissing thing. Let's go back to that for a second because watching him make out with a bunch of people again made me so uncomfortable. Why are we still, why are we, like, I, oh my God. And the fact that he texted all his exes to find out if he was a bad kisser. Like, what? they're going to say I, no. They're going like, to say you were, oh my God. That was man. so, oh, like, God. Like, I low-key had secondhand embarrassment. I was like, what is going on? And then the actress just shows up, makes out with him on stage. Yeah, goes, no, oh, the musician. I was checking you out. Like, oh, that's like, calm down. Like, she was just mic'd up. 
automatically mic'd up just like I really do think that Andrew S got the bachelor edit in this episode mm-hmm. but I also think Michael got it yeah um, because also, Michael said- I just saw I just saw this tweet that says that Tara Kelly the musician um who kissed Connor she's friends with like like Kylan from Big Brother too really that's interesting that they're friends I also heard that her and Connor were friends, so maybe it's just because of what happened that they're friends now, but yeah, Michael A. definitely got a bachelor edit because he kept saying, you know, if love exists, it'll find a way, and how lucky would I be to fall in love twice, and just yeah. all these quotes that were just so Nicholas Sparks-esque. Michael, Michael is always Nicholas Sparks-esque. He's a sweetheart. He really is, and obviously I would love for him to find love. I do. I want all the best for that man, and I would love to see it on my TV screen. But I don't know what's going to happen. They talked about the whoa-whoa challenge. Everybody laughed about that for a couple minutes. Blake Moynes wasn't there, though, so it wasn't as funny. Because he was the real MVP of that challenge. <laughs> Michael A. didn't make his way through that challenge. Yeah, he kind of admitted that, eh? Yeah, best stamina or whatever. <laughs> for his age, he's not old, he's 36. Like, Which I guess, like, I feel like he seems so much younger than 36. Yeah. But now we move to my literal favorite part of this episode when mr jason tardick walked on that stage oh my god i was hoping they would do this because when they recorded they weren't engaged when jason came on to the bachelorette they weren't mm-hmm. engaged and i was like oh my god they're introducing him as her boyfriend i don't like that because like i, I like now i know they're engaged in the future and oh my god it was so cute i was hoping they would just like address it somehow and they Me did it was so cute Oh my god. I had already listened to the podcast because I like listen to her podcast like pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. So I had already like listened to it and I still was like, "Oh my god, this is the cutest thing ever." They literally met on her podcast. Yeah. So he proposed to her on her podcast. She was so shocked and surprised like, oh, "I'm just so obsessed with them." Oh my god. When Katie accidentally called Aaron Thomas. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> And then he just goes, he ran my- away. He ran. <laughs> he ran. And then he goes, that was my mortal enemy. That was funny. Imagine being like 30 and saying you have a mortal enemy. <laughs> like, okay. Like, come on. Are we playing like Transformers here? Like, also, there was a tweet that said Andrew S really said he was going to eat his way to Katie's heart on national television. And Katie retweeted it and said oh y'all know what he meant with a devil emoji oh my god right that is um quite the tweet yeah i mean go for it uh thoughts on connor's song Ugh, another connor b song like i love his voice but that was so stupid what was how did it go at the end everybody was singing the bromance thing yeah bachelorette made me believe in bromance yeah, I don't remember, but I just remember them all singing and having a grand old time, even though I was hating my life while watching it. Yeah, I was literally like, oh my god. It was literally like, like that's how it sounded. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i really not excited for Paradise for the one reason that we have to watch Connor again, because I am, he's just so awkward. It makes me feel so weird watching him. Yeah. And, like, I guess he didn't find anyone on Paradise either. Unless he is dating or engaged to somebody and he, they're okay with him doing that. Like, I, I don't know. 
I don't think so. Bachelor, like, ABC is not nearly that progressive. Oh, I totally agree with you. I don't think there's anything there. So maybe uh, don't get your hopes up for Connor B in paradise. If you're into him, maybe slide into his DMs because yeah, he could very well still be single. Yeah. So that was kind of the end of the much all. There was some bloopers, but like, we don't really need to talk about them. They're not funny when you talk about them. They're just funny when you watch them. And some of them weren't even that funny. I was just surprised how much Greg was in the bloopers. Like, he's so so funny and he didn't get enough funniness on camera. I feel like he seemed so dull sometimes. Like, why didn't they show those funny moments? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we're getting close to the end here. You know, we have two weeks left. I'm pretty sure there's... I don't... I think there's only two weeks left. Uh, There should be three. There should be three, yeah. But for some reason, I feel like there's only two. Yeah, they've been saying two. But, like, it's... Next week is hometowns, then it's fantasy suites, and then um, it should be unless they only have one one week for fantasy suites and after the final rose, or they're gonna do like a two. Oh, it's the three hour special. That's all I can think of. But obviously, we saw some interesting previews. I think at this point, it's safe to say that it's between Greg and Blake. It's yeah, Justin is irrelevant to this storyline. I love him because he reminds me of a very close friend of the pod, Faisal Kamisa. <laughs> um, yeah, it me of him. It's so funny. Really? But, yeah, I don't know why. Faisal, if you're listening to this, apparently, I don't know why you would be listening to this, but if you are, you're like Justin Blaze from The Bachelorette. I never thought that, but now I'm really gonna have to look for it. You're, you'll see it. Trust me. It's the facial expressions. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, and the eyebrows. It's the really thick eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that being said i guess it's hard to do our three stars because nothing really happened i think my three stars of this like entire week just go one two three to aaron james and brendan and brendan because i like they were the only thing funny about this episode yeah it was really funny and then like a special first star goes to michael for being so sweet and like caring about his kid and being putting his kid first and the whole shebang I'm holding on to hope that it's going to be Greg. Based on the previews, I think it's Blake Moines. Based on the previews, I think so too, but I'm just really hoping they're that's just editing and it's not. I low-key think that Katie's like, I don't think there's going to be a proposal right off the show. I think it's going to be like five months later or something. Yeah. Like a month later, she goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she wants to leave so bad. But maybe that's why we haven't seen the previews of like an engagement because they want to make it, they want us to think that she leaves. When she's, like, yeah. crying in the bathroom with Caitlin. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of unknowns still with the end of this season. Yeah. And, I mean, that's exciting because we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there is a few weeks left. And then Michelle's season starts, which is very exciting. I mean, sorry, sorry not Michelle's season. Um, Bachelor in Paradise starts. Ooh, very My exciting. favorite. All my favorite couples came from Paradise, so that's when I get the most. Jared, we're having a baby on Michaela's birthday. Ashley and Jared, Hannah and Dylan, Kaylin and Dean. Um, oh my God, Kaylin and Dean. I'm trying to think what other Paradise couples I love. Oh, uh, Astrid and Kevin. Astrid, Astrid and Kevin, Kevin. Yes, our Canadian. Jade who are also Tanner. having a baby. Jaden Tanner. Jaden Tanner, three kids deep. So I think we it's safe to say that Bachelor in Paradise has a higher success rate, but I do think whoever <laughs> Katie 
ends up with this season, it will be a successful relationship. Hopefully. And that's all I can wish for our girl Katie. I think that's all for this week. There wasn't really that much to talk about because honestly, not much happened. Mental Mental All is the worst episode. I think it's so dumb. We talked about this last week. Like, yeah, it's fine. I get why they do it, but like, it's so boring. It's a waste of a week. Tell us what you think. Yeah. I'm going to put a poll on our Instagram story tomorrow or whenever this episode goes up. Do you like Mental All? Tell us if you like Mental All because I don't. Maybe I'm just way too harsh and I just. But I don't need to sit there and watch them relive their heartbreak. And it's like a guy that went home week two and he's like complaining. Like you weren't relevant then. You're not relevant now. I don't know why I care about you. I'm trying to flip a pillow on my head. That's how I feel about men tell all. It's so boring. I don't even want to talk about it. It's like Anyways. 30 year old men rehashing drama that was stupid the first time. So why are we rehashing it? <laughs> really what it is. So like, I don't understand why, like, I don't know. I get they have to do it and I get whatever, but like maybe cut it down. If you want to bring men back to see Katie do that. But like an hour, it was basically an hour and a half of this. It was just like, I guess the reunion show, but they don't even give them enough time to talk. Like, I feel like it's so like scripted, not scripted, scripted is not the right word, but it's like so blocked out exactly what they want to happen. So we have this set of drama and then they'll talk about this, but like, I wish it was just more free for them to talk and the prompts weren't as prompted. Anyways, this has been our We Hate Men Tell All episode. Hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you for hanging out with us like every week. And we will be next week. We will we will be next week. We will be back next week. Next week will be a good we'll bring you a fantastic episode. Because we, we know this- a lot goes down. Oh, so you better be ready. Make sure you're subscribed. Cause if you're not, what are you doing? Literally, what are you doing? review leave a little review a rating show us some love tell all your friends about our show because i know that you watch the bachelor every every single week with all your besties so tell them about our podcast let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what you want from us send us a dm on instagram our account is bachelor bull pod i'm getting it right every time now i'm not gonna mess that up anymore um our personal handles we are the same on instagram and twitter are in the description below so go follow us on there. Tweet us, DM us. Tell us what you want to know about us and our show. Like I said, I'm going to put a little poll on our Instagram story, on our account, to see what you think about Mantel All. Because like the name of this episode, we hate Mantel We hate Mantel All. All right. So that's all from us this week. And we'll we will see you, see next, you week. next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.